Well, hello there, podcast family. This is Lee, your cruise director, back with an episode of Tea with Lee and Friends. I think I've managed to get a copy of my jingle. Here we go. It's time for tea. It's time for tea with Lee. It's time for tea. Time for tea with Lee. Yes, there we go. Rowan Windle back at it. Thank you so much for the jingle, Rowan. Now, friends, I'm here on board the Carnival Panorama, and before we dive in, I do need to remind you that all views and opinions expressed on this podcast are mine alone and do not uh, represent those of my employer. So, today we're in beautiful Cabo San Lucas at Anchor. I've got a spare five minutes in my office, so I thought I'd introduce you to one of our wonderful Fun Squad team members here on the Panorama. So, say hi, Tony. Hi, Tony. I knew that was coming. Tony, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm good. How are you doing today, Lee? I'm brilliant. Welcome to Tea with Lee. Thank you. It's fun to be here. I was just listening to some of your podcasts. You sound different. Yes, yes I do. That's my vacation voice that you heard on, on the first recordings. Okay. And now you've got my work voice. Your work voice. My exhausted, tired... I think this I think this is a better voice, though. Vocally fatigued work voice. Your vacation voice sounded like you hadn't hit puberty yet, so... Well, it's funny because I have guests that often say, Oh, you know, you've got this, like, sexy, raspy voice. And I'm like, I don't. That's, that's vocal fatigue. Well, it's working for you. Well, cheers, mate. Uh, but that's uh, that's a great point to start us off on. Like, we've been working for a while now. Mm-hmm. We restarted the Carnival Panorama. That's a, a huge accomplishment, right? It's funny how it's gone by so quickly, though. Like, yeah. we we restarted. We came, joined the ship back in July. Yeah, it's now going into we're in November now, November. going into December, and it's it's been a, it's been fun. It's been a roller coaster. It's been a journey, but this is like momentous, really. The return of cruising. And I understand that it's been a big deal for a lot of people, but I don't think we've had a chance to really step back and truly acknowledge what we've achieved on this ship yet. Oh, we've had so much fun on this ship, and the guests have been amazing. And compared to like the 15 months spent at home, where I had to work at a, a core centre, and oh, I had mate. to work at a distribution centre, which we'll, we'll say the company unnamed, but let's just but say... But Jeff Bezos owns it. Just to say Jeff Bezos owns it, but yeah, I worked out there for a bit. And it's just so good to be back with the guests, seeing places, yeah, and having fun. So let's rewind, right? You were at home, you were, you know, making things happen mm-hmm. through the pandemic, and then you got an email or a phone call that says, "Hey, Tony, you're coming back to work." How did you feel? Well, do you know what? I I was preparing for it before I even got the email <laughs> because I was like, "Okay, ships are going, ships are starting to go back, ships are starting to run. I need to get my ship together." And it's okay, I said ship. And get prepared. Yeah. So, so what I did was I I knew I had to, the dentists were all closed uh-huh. for the for twenty twenty. But I knew I needed to go to the dentist before I come back. So I literally went to the local dentist. Finally got an appointment, and they were like, "Okay, so um, we've not seen you in two years because of the everything and ships and pandemic." They were like, "You need a root canal done, a t- uh, two fillings, and one your teeth pulled." I'm like, "Okay, we need to get it all done in the next three weeks." And literally, they were like, well, we can't do that. I was like, it takes two weeks just for a root canal. I was like, all right, well, you can do a root canal and pull a tuff at the same time, surely. Just like, And they did it, and I managed to get everything done within three weeks. And then literally after I made that first appointment, mm-hmm. the next day I got the email saying I was coming back two wow. weeks later. Well, talking of teeth, you'll probably appreciate this, knowing that I have a mouth full of fake teeth. Mm-hmm. 
I had to get my seafarers medical renewed, like mm-hmm. many of us did, and a part of that medical screening for people that are listening is a dental examination, which okay. is, of course, the reason why Tony needed to go to the dentist as well. Um, so I went there with complete confidence that I was going to be fine, considering I only have eight real teeth mm-hmm. in my head. <laughs> and I went, and the guy was like, well, I've done your assessment, but um, I can't sign you off until I give you a fill-in. I was like, a fill-in? I only have eight real teeth. <laughs> he was like, well, we've got to fill one of those eight teeth before I'll sign you off. Was, and with the pandemic and everything that was going on, I said, when can you see me? He was like, in six weeks. Mm. Oh, my word, the pressure to get ready and to get back and to sneak in. I got in there, I snuck in, and, of course, that one of eight um, got filled, and it's okay. So when I go home on my next break, I'm going to go and have everything checked to make sure I don't have any problems again with those eight teeth. Oh, it's it was literally so stressful, like trying yeah. to get everything done, and the dentist like, oh, we, we we can't do it. It's like we physically can't do it. I was like, well, I have three weeks. I was like, drill, fill, pull. I was like, there you go, one, <laughs> two, three, and I literally went back for the exact same appointment in three weeks in a row, three weeks in a row, but back there, back there, back there, and then the other week I ended up having to get my my jab yeah. to make sure I come back as well. And it was, if I hadn't gone that first week, if I hadn't thought to myself, I need to get ready, yeah. then I might not have been able to get it done. Wow, crazy. So then you were all prepped and ready to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, life on board is very different to life at home. Did it Did it take any like adjusting to, you know, living in a cabin again, sharing accommodation, living in a smaller space? Well, of course, like I'm one of those people, like I like to be prepared. I'd rather have something that I have something that I don't need yeah. than need something and not have it. Which is why when I came back for the um, after pandemic, I knew I'd be in a quarantine cabin for a week. Yeah. So I brought a hammock with me and that way I could lay out on my balcony in my hammock. <gasps> I, I forgot about your hammock. I, I brought enough enough <sighs> snacks and granola bars. Like I, I could literally have lasted like two months in that cabin without food. You're like one of these doomsday preppers, aren't oh, you? Oh, I'd love a doomsday prepper bunker, me. <laughs> I forgot that you've got a hammock with you. Have you lain that hammock since you got out of quarantine? No, not since I got not since I got out of quarantine. Can you imagine my cabinet if I just set up a hammock in the cabin? How many times did you lay in it during quarantine? I laid out there every day for an hour or so, just okay. chill, just rocking back and forth on my balcony. Okay, okay. So quarantine, that was gone in a blink of an eye for me. It was. I'd actually, I'd go back. (laughs) (laughs) I'd quite happily go back to being quarantined just for that, like, rest. Just for a week vacation. (laughs) (laughs) Lock me up. I'd never want a reason to be back in quarantine, Mm -hmm. but uh, no, it was was quite nice to get that sort of peace and quiet and be on my own Mm -hmm. and get my own space. So then we came out of quarantine and then we had to start, like, preparing the ship and that was that was quite the operation, right? It it was interesting because um, I of course was on the ship before the pandemic, so I I knew where things were, I knew mm-hmm. where things had stored, I knew where we'd hidden the skeletons, everything. Yeah. And to come back and find things almost exactly how we left it was so cool. But then the new things that we had to do, like we, of course we got those brand new games Carver introduced this year. Yeah, really big challenge, really big trivia, and walk the plank. And it was it was interesting learning these new games and also getting back into the habit of introing ourselves. Do you remember when I uh, called myself Tomedy? I got my own name wrong. Tomedy, yes. We were we were just uh, role playing introductions for the Punchline of Comedy Club, and Tony introduced himself as Tomedy. Tomedy, Tomedy the Comey host. Yeah. Well, we got there. You know, it's been a journey, and we like dusted off those cobwebs all of us were a little out of practice mm-hmm. and needing to um, 
get back into our rhythm and our stride. Uh, but we've done it, and we went through all that training. I really enjoyed getting that time with the fun squad to kind of go back to hosting basics yes. um, and to touch base with everyone. We did some team building, team bonding, basic hosting stuff, microphone skills, and then refreshing on all the rules and the games. And our daily line dance practice. Yes. And it's it's quite funny when we think back to like when we joined the ship in July, we were doing our line, da- line dance practice at about 5 o'clock, same time as sail away usually is yeah and it was scorching hot and the sun was down us yeah we're now five months later when we come to sail away it's it's actually the sun is starting to set already i really liked it though sunset sail away this week was it beautiful was, it was it was it's nice cool and sort of thing it's yeah. such a difference though a few months make yeah it really is it really is so tony have you had a highlight of this contract so far has there been like a a standout moment or like a few moments um, I just really enjoyed being back and interacting with the guests. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my things I always say, you you never know what's going on in somebody's life. And yeah. some, sometimes people, they've saved for the last two, three years for this vacation. Yeah. And they come on you, they spend a week with you, and you never know an impact you've made on their life until afterwards when you, you read the comments that they've written or they hand you a little note at an event. And only at that point you realise what... A, how much fun you've made it for them. You had that lovely lady that was at all of your trivias, right? When I, you were host on duty. I had, I had a fantastic guest who she was saying to me how at the end of the cruise she had to go home and she had an appointment with uh, an oncologist and a neurologist mm-hmm. and that they might, she might not have many years left and that this cruise and doing the trivias with me has been the most fun she's had in so many years. And just having a moment like that where it's like, this is what I do. I don't just stand up, act silly, and do a trivia. Like you're making people's lives just a little bit better. Yeah, I, I had this realization this week, and it, and it comes in waves. I remember this infrequently, and I should really, you know, touch base on this more often. That vacation is such a special time. I always hold in my in the front of my mind about making memories and the value of getting this time away from your normal life, your day-to-day life and your obligations, whether it's work or chores or looking after people. That vacation is an escape for, for most. Mm-hmm. Um, but I overlook frequently how some people really need this time because of whatever's going on in their life. Mm-hmm. Some people are carrying pretty pretty weighty bags with them. Mm-hmm. Um, and for just seven days on board this cruise, they get to put them down or they get to cement memories that they're gonna hold on to as they go back to battle whatever challenges await them in the real world. Um, and occasionally we, we get that sort of, those sobering moments that remind us mm-hmm. of how magical and special and important vacations are. I, I agree with you on that one. We are really lucky to kind of do the work that we do. It's, I, I, I love it. I can't imagine myself doing anything else now. Yeah, honestly, I, I, I fully, fully agree with you on that one. So now, talking of vacation, you're about to go on your own vacation, right? I am. I'm here. I've got two more weeks left on here. Then I get to go home for four weeks. I get to spend Christmas and New Year's with my nan, ah. and then I'm back here on the panorama again. <laughs> yeah, so you're going to have a wild four weeks. Have you got any plans yet at home? Well, of course, as soon as I get home, I've got to make sure the Christmas tree is up. Mm-hmm. I, get ho- I, I land back in Cardiff on the 5th of December, go home, make sure I've got the Christmas tree up, make sure everything's ready for my nan and her cat. Um, 
Christmas shopping. Going to blast that out. Uh, I'm going down to London for a few days with a friend. Mm-hmm. Have fun down there. That's my birthday. Mm-hmm. Then, of course, Christmas. Then New Year's. Then I'm back. Back on the panorama. December 11th is your birthday, it right? It is, yes. It's, it's easy to remember because it's the 12th month of the year. And it's the 345th day. So if you put that together, that's one, two, three, four, five. <laughs> Not that I thought about it that much. Your mind is a magical place. But yeah, the 11th of December is also the birthday of the ship, right? It is. Um, the Carnival Panorama launched its very first voyage in 2019 on December 11th. It was fun. We, me and the ship shared, shared a birthday. That's beautiful, that's beautiful. And Tony, if anyone wants to send you a birthday card, where do they send it to? Oh, they just send it to the ship. <laughs> send it to the ship, of course. Oh, because you'll be coming back. Well, not just that, it's because if I was to say where I live back home, nobody would be able to spell it. So it's... <laughs> True. And there's probably some sort of data protection thing that you shouldn't give your address out on the internet. Well, I won't give the full address, but if I was to say Mechta Villas, but Mariah Klukoid, nobody would be able to spell that, so... No, they wouldn't. No, no they wouldn't at all. Um, I couldn't even. <laughs> now, Tony, you're on the Fun Squad, so mm-hmm. you're involved with all of the games and the activities, uh, the parties. You've mentioned we've got new games mm-hmm. on board. Um, is one of these new games, Wheelie Big Trivia, Wheelie Big Challenge or Walk the Plank, a favourite of yours or are you more of a traditionalist? What is your favourite activity so on board? I do love hosting the trivias, uh-huh. but Walk the Plank is it's like a board game and I do love a good board game. Yeah. So it's very interesting to play Walk the Plank and explain the different dynamics of the game. Because it's one big game, but you've got six mini games in order to move your team captain around the board. Yeah, I love Walk the Plank. You know what? I need to come and make a video of it. I think I need to put a video of the game on on my Facebook so more people can see it. Now, we've mentioned the holidays. and Have you cruised during the holidays? Of course you have, because you were here for the launch. Mm-hmm. The holidays is such a like a magical time to be on board, right? It is. We, we've always got a lot of fun. We have lots of games and activities. So we get a secret visitor, you know, Santa Claus comes and visits us. Oh, you said secret visitor and then name dropped him. Oh, I can't help it, it's so exciting. <laughs> now here on the Panorama, we've got a special um, Christmas show as well. We're we the do. only ship in the fleet that has the spirit of Christmas. It's a brand new Christmas show. It is lots of fun. Very modern, a few di- different sort of styles than what you've seen before with the other previous Christmas shows. And it's cool. Yeah, I like it because it kind of flirts with being that kind of like twee Christmas show, mm-hmm. but then just like takes this swerve into a modern twist. Mm-hmm. I, I'm really excited to get involved with it and to do it this year. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I saw the cast rehearsing yesterday, um, and it's going to be great. It's going to be great. So for those of you that are cruising with us over the holiday season, make sure you check out the spirit of Christmas. Well, of course, because a lot of people don't realise, like, the holiday season is any cruise in December mm-hmm. or end in December yes. is part of a holiday cruise. Yes, yes. So that means the cruise starting on November 27th, that's going to be a holiday cruise. So mm-hmm. they're going to have the Christmas show in there. So make sure you bring those ugly sweaters. Bring yeah. If you are cruising, be prepared for the festive season. Can I tell you a story, Tony? The first time I started working for Carnival Cruise Line, 2016, the Christmas of 2016, mm-hmm. uh, I'm the cruise director on the Carnival Valor, and we're preparing for our holiday show. Because in England, we say Christmas, 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 mm-hmm. right? But in the US, we acknowledge holidays, because of course we've got Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, all sorts of celebrations going on. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was rehearsing for the holiday show, and I kept saying, welcome to our Christmas show. 
Um, and the team, the entertainment director and James Dunn from the office, he was like, no, it's a holiday show. So they just like drummed it into me, holiday show, holiday show, holiday show. We get to the midpoint where the junior cruisers come up to decorate the tree. And I just said, without being sarcastic, our junior cruisers are now going to de decorate the holiday tree. And they were like, Lee, it's a Christmas tree. I was like, <laughs> the inconsistency blew my little brain. Wow. It's uh the Christmas tree was originally a Russian concept. Of course you know the and history of the Christmas over. tree. I love the traditions. Um, do you know where the tradition of Christmas stockings comes from? Tell me. So the story goes that St. Nicholas, original St. Nicholas, of course, was uh, a, like a, a, priest, a pope, a, uh -huh. a, a holy man. And the story goes that he was going for a walk. Yeah. And he, was, he passed a house. And he could hear the family crying inside the house because they weren't able to afford to marry off their daughters. Because back then, they'd have to literally pay somebody to marry a daughter. Uh -huh. So, St. Nicholas, being a generous man, but didn't want to embarrass the family by just saying, oh, take this money, um, took three gold, gold coins out of his pocket, and he threw them down the chimney. And the story says that one, each of gold coins landed in one of the stockings, landed on the fireplace. And that's where we get the tradition from Christmas stockings. From. Of course you knew that. Folks, if you ever sail with Tony... Just take five minutes to chat with him because he knows something about everything. And it's not just like factoid. He's going to give you a full detailed little history story. and story little about little story. it. Yeah, story time with Tony. I absolutely love that. Well, Tony, we've been chatting for very nearly 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. So we're going to have to round this up, mostly because it's lunchtime for us. It is. And we've got a busy afternoon. We do. What have we got coming up this afternoon? Well, we we're, of course, we ain't. As you said, we're in Cabo San Lucas. Yeah. So one of the big things we've got tonight, which is so much fun, is our silent disco. Silent disco is fairly new as well, isn't it? It is. Well, it's new to Carnival. Yeah. I say that because I used to remember going to silent discos back when I was in university a long, long time ago. And it's such an interesting concept. Yeah. So for, so for those who don't know what a silent disco is, uh, you basically come to the event, you, we sign out a pair of headphones. Now, those headphones can be switched between two different channels. So you usually have two DJs playing different music, mm -hmm. and you can pick between the two DJs. But it means that anyone who's just watching is just watching a crowd of people sing two different songs yeah. or dance to two different songs, and it's so much fun. So much fun. And I feel people let themselves go a little bit more because like, they're not embarrassed to dance because there's other people dancing differently, Yeah. so they can just do whatever they want and have fun. Yeah, I love that. So on the Panorama, we host the silent disco up on the Lido deck. It's called Silent Nights. It starts at 10.15 and usually runs till about 11.45. Of course, programming does vary, so I can't guarantee that when you sail, it will be at that time, at that location. But right now, that's what we've been doing. It's been going down an absolute treat. Also, talking about successful events, the band are performing tonight in the Liquid Lounge. Now, the band put together a, an 80s concert for us on an emergency when we were diverted or something had happened. I don't even remember what it was that I happened I think we, now. we missed a port. We missed Mazatlan. Yes, we missed a port due to um, inclement weather, I think yes. is the technical term. Um, so our resident rock band put together a main stage show and it went down that well that we found a space in the schedule for them to do it every single week. So they're performing Long Live the 80s tonight and I think it's 
brilliant that the band get their moment on the main stage because mm -hmm. they do a great job in Ocean Plaza, but I think great talent deserves a big stage. Um, so it's only fitting that they're up on there. Mm -hmm. uh, we've also got the Punchline, a comedy club in session tonight, and our VIFP party that maybe not everyone knows about. That's our loyalty scheme and um, kind of rewards party. It's a reunion party for our diamond and platinum guests that have sailed with us a lot. We say welcome back, thank you for your loyalty, um, and see you on the next one. Yeah. And a lot of the time, it's literally we see them the following week. Yeah, usually they're back to back, if not back to back to back to back. We had um, Lisa do eight cruises. Eight cruises. Eight cruises back to back to back to back to back to back to back. She's a big fan of yours. Yeah, she's incredible. She might even listen to this. She might listen to this. Hey, Lisa, love you. <laughs> right. And of course, we've got karaoke, we've got games, trivias, and events happening in the Ocean Plaza. So much going on. So, Tony, we need to run up to the Lido deck to grab ourselves some lunch. What are you going to have for lunch today? I think I'm going to have the uh, pork bur um, burrito or tacos with a little bit of mushrooms, pickles, ranch, chipotle mayo, you know. You're also like a menu. You are a, a gastrointestinal pioneer. Oh, I love food combinations. I love the combination of flavors in my mouth. He goes around all of the different food outlets and gets a little bit from like the Blue Iguana and a little bit from Guy's Burger. Then he goes into the Lido Marketplace and gets some meatloaf or something. If you need tips on how to hack your own menu together, speak to Tony whenever you're on board. <laughs> but anyway, Tony, I just want to say publicly how great it's been getting to know you. It's been an honor to work with you. I've learned so much from you as a person and as a leader. So thank you for all of the work that you've done on board the Panorama. And I hope you have an incredible holiday season and celebration with your grand back home in Wales mm -hmm. oh thank you it's again it's been so great working with you because it's the first time we've worked together yeah. and it's been so much fun that I've sort of learning from you as well and I can't wait to come back here and if not work with you back here work with you somewhere else yeah 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 so Tony we do it on the morning show every week so let's close out this episode with um a final thought from final Tony. Thought, final thought. Oh, do you want to do a final thought from Lee first? No, it's definitely from a Tony. A final thought from Tony. Oh, I've got to try and, I want to try and think of one I've not said before. Um, so one of my favourite quotes is, strength um, does not come from winning. Your struggles and hardships develop your strength. When you overcome and persevere, that's what strength is. Boom. There we go. Friends, it's been an absolute pleasure chatting with you. Thank you for taking the time to listen to the podcast. As I said at the start of the episode, all views and opinions expressed on this show are ours alone and do not necessarily reflect those of our employer. Until I get to see you again, don't forget, as always, stay up late, have fun and make memories. We'll see you very, very soon.